This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, April 5th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Trump promises to protect farmers. Dairy decision will be easy for some. Study details labor squeeze for pork producers and Campbell targeted. Purdue, a legitimate anxiety over the trade dispute. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue is trying to reassure jittery farmers that they won't be hurt by President Trump's escalating trade dispute with China. Farm groups have reacted with fresh alarm after China announced it would slap a 25% tariff on U.S. soybeans, one of a range of ag commodities that China is targeting. Purdue told reporters in Ohio yesterday that there was a legitimate anxiety over the tariff threat. But he said Trump had assured him as recently as Tuesday night that farmers would be okay. He said, Sonny, you could assure your farmers out there that we're not going to allow them to be casualties if this trade dispute escalates. We're going to take care of our American farmers. You can tell them that directly. Well, despite the pledge, USDA officials are struggling to devise ways to compensate farmers in case China does wind up imposing retaliatory tariffs. What works for one commodity won't work for another, one official told AgriPulse Bill Thompson. It's not going to be a one-size-fits-all situation, the official said. Another ethanol meeting on tap. AgriPulse's Spencer Chase reports that the White House will host another meeting on Monday to address the ongoing dispute between refiners and the ethanol industry over biofuel policy. Ethanol industry leaders are expected to press administration officials to send the issue back to Congress and stop EPA from giving refiners hardship waivers for 2017 and 2018. New dairy program could pay for itself for some farmers. Signing up for the revamped margin protection program looks like it may be a no-brainer for smaller-scale milk producers, but for larger farms, it's going to be a tougher decision. Only 5,449 dairy operations originally signed up for MPP this year. That, according to data provided to AgriPulse, down from 20,314 in 2017. But a new enrollment period announced yesterday based on revisions to MPP passed by Congress in February is almost certain to result in increased participation. The new MPP coverage will be retroactive to January 1st, so producers will know before the enrollment deadline of June 1 what they'll get in payments for the first four months of the year. A farmer who elects to cover 5 million pounds of production, the equivalent of about 220 cows, will pay about $7,200 for coverage at the maximum $8 coverage level. MPP will pay out $4,700 for February alone at that level and is expected to pay out again for March. So that farmer could cover the cost of the MPP premium even if there were no payments for the rest of the year. One economist said that's going to be helpful for a lot of small dairy farmers who are already in a pretty tough position. It will be much harder for larger operations to cover the cost of the program since premiums are substantially higher for covering more than 5 million pounds in production. Study. Hog farms face tightening labor market. A new study commissioned by the National Pork Producers Council finds that hog farms are being squeezed by a tightening labor supply, making them more dependent on foreign-born workers. 
the Iowa State University analysis says employment and wages and hog production jobs have grown significantly faster than the national average. At the same time, that the rural workforce is increasingly unable and unwilling to do the strenuous labor that agriculture work demands. From 2007 to 2017, the rural labor force shrank in seven of the eight largest hog-producing states, according to the study. At the same time, hog operations report that the native-born workers who were available in rural areas often don't want to work on weekends or on holidays. Foreign-born workers have helped offset the decline in native-born workers. But increased immigration enforcement combined with the shrinking rural workforce pretends decades of increasingly difficult labor market conditions for all rural firms, including hog-producing firms, according to the study. Now, keep in mind, Congress is stuck in neutral on the immigration issue for the foreseeable future. So farmers who depend on workers who are in the country illegally will be highly vulnerable to federal enforcement policy and priorities. USDA considers authorizing Virginia to take over grain inspections. The Agriculture Department is considering authorizing Virginia to take over grain inspections at the state's ports. In proposing the change, the department notes that Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue eliminated the Grain Inspection and Packers and Stockyards Administration as a standalone agency in his reorganization of USDA. About 5% of the waterborne exports of U.S. soybeans and 2% of bulk grains are shipped through Virginia's ports, that according to USDA. Campbell Soup targeted in milk producers' FDA complaint. The National Milk Producers Federation is going after Campbell Soup Company over its Bolthouse Farms brand use of the term milk and a beverage that's made from peas. In a letter to the Food and Drug Administration, National Milk says the product labeling is, quote, inherently confusing, is designed to deceive consumers, and undermines the integrity of dairy standards of identity. The dairy organization has previously complained to FDA about a few such smaller companies using the terms milk or yogurt on plant-based products. Where are future fire risks? Well, increased temperatures will increase wildfires in most of the south-central U.S. That, according to a University of Missouri study that tries to predict wildfire probability across the country. The study shows that climate effects on fire frequency aren't straightforward. That, according to Michael Strawberg, an associate research professor of forestry. The degree of changes will vary depending on the area, with the largest increases in future wildfire frequency found at high elevations such as the Rocky Mountains, according to the university. Decreases in fires are expected in areas projected to become more arid, as grass and other fuels would be less plentiful. Here's today's She Said It. The president is right to increase pressure on China to change its ways. At the same time, the U.S. should foster more dialogue to expand international market opportunities for U.S. goods and agriculture around the globe and use these contributions to reduce the trade deficit. That's Senator Joni Erst, an Iowa Republican. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, April 5th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.